0: Has the tech door been shut on your nursing career? Well, let's prop that door open right here on episode 12 of the nurse Keith show. Welcome to the nurse Keith show where I share with you the education and inspiration you need to take your nursing career to the next level. The Nurse Keith Show is your destination for savvy and up-to-date information that will assist you in creating the most satisfying nursing and healthcare career possible. Welcome and enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone. This is episode 12 of the Nurse Keith Show. If some of you have been tuning in every week and you were disappointed by there not being a show last week, my bad. I'm so sorry. I was so busy with so many different balls in the air. I wasn't able to record last week, but here it is. I'm recording on April 1st, April Fool's Day. This is no joke. I am here with episode 12, and I'm so pleased that you've chosen to join me and give me some of your time to listen to what I have to say. I appreciate and value your time, and I'll keep this show short, brief, concise, and to the point. You know, when I talk to nurses and healthcare professionals of all ages and pretty much all backgrounds, I hear a lot of nurses tell me that they're just not tech-savvy. People say things like, oh, I'm just not good with computers, or, you know, I just can't get the hang of that. Well, you know, people make all kinds of excuses for their lack of skills in those areas of technology, and I usually respond by telling them that, you know, it's the 21st century and there are some skills that we just can't overlook. And just recently, I told one of my clients not to close the tech door on her nursing career, and I decided to do a show on this and a blog post and really talk more deeply about this particular issue. Here we are in the 21st century, and we're using technology to our professional advantage. Well, we're often using technology to our professional advantage, and you know, it's not really a choice for most of us whether or not we do so. When you take into consideration there's online employment applications, the rise of social media and its importance in our culture, and the widespread use of Google and LinkedIn, That employers and maybe even your colleagues are using to look you up, to research you, to learn about who you are and what you do. Those are the types of technology that you really can and should use to your advantage. Or, you know, like I said on my blog post, you can hide under a rock and pretend it's like it used to be in the 1980s, but it's not the 1980s anymore, folks, and technology is here to stay. And if you're familiar with RNFM radio, the Innovative Nurse Show with Kevin Ross, or this show, You know, we love technology, and we talk about apps, and we talk about LinkedIn, and we talk about all these different things we use, and we try to give you the best reasons, the best argument for those particular technologies that we feel are important for you, the professional nurse out there in the healthcare industry, and we sing the praises of certain apps and platforms that we think are important for you and that can really move your career forward and also your personal life on a certain level. So meanwhile, social media is the place where most of the salient conversations, the really cogent conversations about nursing and healthcare are taking place. And those conversations are ongoing 24 hours a day. And if you ignore those particular platforms and venues, you're actually ignoring a lot of the cutting edge conversation that's happening. So if you really want to be a savvy 21st century professional, you need to tune into those conversations. So unless you've been hiding in the wilderness for the last 10 years or so, you know, nursing practice itself, the actual practice of nursing has really changed astronomically with all of these technological advances that have been happening in medicine and nursing. So in your practice, you know personally that EMRs, EHRs, telemedicine, robotics, you know, like those Pixis machines you use to get your medications... And so many other bedside technologies are really changing the face of what we do and how we do it. Just as technology has been changing on your hospital unit, or maybe you work like I do for a home care agency, that's changed and it's changed the way that you practice. At my home health agency in Albuquerque, New Mexico, we use an EMR. All of the nurses have either a laptop, a Chromebook, or an iPad with a keyboard. We go into the patient's home. And we do all of our charting online while we're with the patient. And then we finish up some of it once we get home. That has been an adaptation that has been taken on by most home health agencies, the EMR. It's really the way to go. That has changed home health practice. I'm sure those of you who work in the hospital could tell me thousands of things that have happened at the hospital level where technology has impacted what you do or even how you go about your workflow from day to day. Just as these technologies have changed your work, I want to remind those of you who feel like you're not tech savvy, think about the ways you've had to learn some technologies at work in order to stay salient in your career. If you couldn't adapt to an EMR, if you couldn't adapt to a Pyxis, would you still have a job? You had to adapt. And I want to pat you on the back for doing that because adaptation and change are the norm in our industry. I also want to point out that whether you think you're tech savvy or not, haven't you adapted to changes at home in terms of technology? I'm sure you use a remote control for your TV. For those of you old enough to remember, we didn't have remote controls back when some of us were kids. And for those of you who are millennials or in your 20s or maybe younger who are listening to this for some reason, cover your ears because you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. But We actually had to get up and change the channel. That was a technological adaptation. Haven't you adapted to changes in your car? There's electric windows. There's so many different things. Your car is run by a computer. There's so many ways in which you've had to adapt your driving to these changes in technology. Think of GPS. You've adapted to that. Now look at your telephone. I have talked about on RNFM Radio that it took me till 2014 to break down and get a smartphone because it was a financial decision, and I also just wanted to keep my life as simple as possible. I now use a smartphone in Android, and I'm quite happy with it. It's changed my life in many, many, many positive ways. So for those of you out there, remember the days when there were only dial phones? Do you remember that? Or do you remember when we only had landlines and it was really just the executives and corporate jets that had cellular phones? Those phones have changed as well. So why I'm talking about this is that if you can adapt to technological changes at home and you're adapting to technological changes at work at a very rapid pace of change, you can also adapt to technological changes that affect the way you market yourself brand yourself, communicate and move your career forward on various levels. And sure, maybe you haven't been totally excited and psyched at every technological change that's happened say at your workplace, but in many instances it's really a case of adapt or die, right? So if you read my blog, if you listen to the show, you tune into RNFM radio, you listen to Kevin over at Innovative Nurse, so you check out the Nerdy Nurse perhaps. You may get tired of us yapping and yapping about technology so much, and you may feel overwhelmed, and you might want to go find a cave to meditate in because you really want to disconnect from all of these electronics, and I honor that, and if you want to go find a cave and meditate, that's great. And if you want to resist some of these technologies, go for it, because you don't have to adopt all of them, but some of them are definitely going to serve you. But at the same time, there are some changes in technology that will only take you deeper into your career and open up many, many more possibilities for you. And some of those technologies, you may ignore them, but you may be ignoring them at your own peril professionally. You see, you don't have to jump on every tech bandwagon that you hear about. So if someone says, you know, Twitter's the place to be, but that seems like a universe that you don't even want to explore, then don't bother checking Twitter out. Though personally, I do recommend it because that's where some amazing conversations about nursing happen. Anyway, if you've been listening to my gospel of LinkedIn and the way I talk and write about LinkedIn so much, if that's piqued your curiosity, head on over to LinkedIn, start a profile, or work on the profile you have, and choose to do something on that particular platform. The thing is, I encourage you to choose some apps, some technologies, some pieces of technology that are going to help you in your career. You can choose the ones that you want. You can make that conscious decision. Just don't say you're not tech savvy and just ignore the whole tech world as a whole. That's really cutting off your nursing nose to spite your face, and you don't want to do that. Okay, so I want to be honest here. The world's not going to come crashing down if you fail to learn about hashtags, if you don't know how to follow my podcast RSS feed, or you decide that Twitter's not for you or LinkedIn's not for you. Your career's not going to come to a crashing halt. The world's not going to come to an end. But you may find at certain turns, your career may be a little bit stymied. It may be a little bit blocked in certain areas because there are technologies that are remaining beyond your grasp. So say you move to Boulder, Colorado, and I've mentioned this before, but you decide to apply to Spire Health Partners. That's the company owned by my business partner and RNFM radio co-host, Kevin Ross. You go to apply to Spire Health and you learn that, Oh, Spire Health doesn't receive resumes. They only allow LinkedIn profiles to be submitted as your resume. So if you want to apply to Spire Health, you've got to have an extremely robust LinkedIn profile. This isn't the norm, like I've said before, but it's going to become more normal, so you have to get used to it. So if you're feeling overwhelmed by all of this, just imagine what it was like way back when, when, say, people had to learn how to use the telephone in order to conduct business. Maybe they only conducted business by telegram and by handwritten letters. People all of a sudden had telephones and I'm sure there were some business people who just felt like the telephone was ridiculous contraption and they refused to use it. You know what? They probably went out of business. Or imagine when typewriters were first introduced into the modern office environment. So those workers, they had to remain nimble. They had to be open-minded. They had to learn the new technology and the typewriter was the technology that was about to take off. So the stenographers who said, you know, I think stenography is where it's at. That think the typewriter is going to run its course and be a flash in the pan. Those stenographers probably lost their jobs or they went to typing school and learned how to type and got their jobs back. So it's adapting, learning, being nimble, or potentially falling by the wayside if you're not willing to adapt and learn. So my question to you, and this is a rhetorical question to consider is, how will you address similar changes in your own professional world, in your own work environment? You have to take this step by step, folks. No one's going to tell you exactly which platforms are the ones to use, which platforms are the ones that aren't worth your time. Of course, people like me and Kevin are going to tell you which ones we think are important. We're going to tell you which ones we think are the most useful to you, and you can listen to us or not. You can also talk to other professionals and ask them, okay, what apps and technologies are you using for your career development and your career management? A recent show over on RNFM radio talked about the apps that Kevin and I like for personal and professional organizing. We talked about Google Drive. We talked about Azendu. We talked about Evernote. There are plenty of apps out there that we use, that I use every single day to make sure that I stay salient, that I stay organized, and that I know what's happening in my life on a day-to-day basis. So my message to you nurses and those others who are also listening to the show, you have to keep that tech door open. When you hear yourself saying, you know, I'm not really tech savvy. I can't learn those skills. Erase that comment, erase that thought and realize that yes, you are tech savvy. You are able to learn new skills. You've learned them all along. Like I said, you've learned to use a remote control. You've learned to use VCRs, and then CD-ROMs, and then CD players, then DVD, then Blu-ray. You've learned how to drive a car. You've learned how to adapt to changes in cell phones and smartphones. And if you're old enough to remember this, imagine what your life was like before there were personal computers. I can remember not having a computer. I can remember sending my very first email back in the 90s. It was an amazing thing, and I thought, There was just way too much for me to learn and that I'd never be able to learn it. And of course, many of us are at different levels of learning and expertise, and that goes for technology and it goes for nursing as well. Kevin Ross over at Innovative Nurse and RNFM Radio, he knows a lot more about technology than I do, and he knows a lot more about nursing technology than I do. I know a lot more than other people. You need to decide for yourself what it is you need to learn, what apps, technologies, and platforms will be helpful to you for your career. If you want to come to me for advice about which ones I think would be most helpful for you, please feel free to ask and I will tell you. And if you want to listen to some of the podcasts out there that talk about which ones are most helpful, go for it. My takeaway for you today is not to close that door. Keep the tech door propped open. Keep an open mind. Understand that you need to be tech-savvy on some level. There are some things you'll never learn. There are some things you won't need. But there are definitely some ways that you need to stay tuned in to the changes that are happening so that you can stay nimble, so that you can stay ahead of the curve, so that as changes happen, you're ready, you're prepared, you can learn what you need to learn and keep your career contemporary and attuned to the changes that are happening. Thanks for listening to episode 12. I'll be back again next week. Keep those cards and letters coming, folks. Keep the tweets, the Facebook messages, and the emails coming. I'd love to hear from you. Send me your questions and comments. Check me out over on iTunes. Please leave a comment or a testimonial if you'd be so kind. And I'll be back soon, once again, here on The Nurse Keith Show. for listening to the nurse keith show i hope you feel uplifted and empowered from today's episode and i encourage you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your career satisfaction and professional development be sure to follow the show on itunes follow at nurse keith on twitter like nurse keith coaching on facebook and email me at keith at nursekeith.com with your questions and comments Stay positive, care for yourself and others, keep moving your career forward and tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing and healthcare career better than you ever imagined.